ah ah sias yani just a sweet for my ear the chacha let's talk music series we have to know hey god conversation with the boss bri oh my boss god bri. Never you don't know good day ladies and gentlemen boys and girls and members of the chacha nation Welcome to another episode of the Chat Chat Let's Talk Music series on the Chat Chat Music View podcast. You already know my name is Afis Tonova, aka your musical plug, creator of the Energy Force, and I'm back like I never left. Today is going to be another special day where we'll be having another great conversation with another interesting guest. I don't even need to call her a guest because she's already a friend of the family. She is a satisfied Chacha gang and a member of the Chacha Nation. And the conversation we are going to be having today is like a second part of the conversation we've had before. When I put out the first part talking about the beef that we have in the Nigerian music industry, a lot of you reach out. Shout out to my brother Fresh. Shout out to Patlo Kito. A lot of you reach out saying, Oh, this episode is incomplete. He didn't talk about this. He didn't talk about that. We need another one. Somebody even suggested that I should have a whole series about the beef in the Nigerian music industry. And who am I not to listen to you people? You people are the reason why I do this. If you want more, then I am going to give you more. So yes, this is more. Let me allow my friend to introduce herself. Oh, hi. Hello, everybody. Hello, beautiful people. My name is Sadia. I'm a podcaster. I am a scientist and an overall music lover. And Hafiz Tunova wants to bring out my that gossip side of me, that petty side of me that enjoys the uh, beef in the Nigerian music industry. So let's get digging. Let's talk about the most notorious beefs in the Nigerian music industry. <laughs> it's not me that is trying to bring it out, though. It is the other members of the Chacha Nation <laughs> that are trying to bring it out. I decided to do this with you because the first one I put out was with a male person. And I felt, okay, you know what? Let me do this with a female person and let me have a female perspective on the old piece. So that's why I said, okay, I know you are very, very knowledgeable when it comes to music. So I said, let me reach out to you. All right, without wasting time, let's go into it. Uh, let me start by first of all asking you, when exactly were you self-aware of beef in the Nigerian music industry? Mm, not to sound old but I definitely remember it's been my memory may fail me though but i think i remember it being around my junior years in junior secondary school i can't pinpoint which one exactly but i think it will have to be around um the time we had the rugged man versus mode nine beef as well as i think idris abdul karim I'm, I'm i'm trying to make sure that i'm not mixing the timeline up but i definitely recall record rugged man and mode nine. Oh gosh and i definitely recall idris abdul karim um i recall with 50 i recall with um who else did idris do with tony tatula yeah tony tatula yes Yes. Around that time, I, I, that's when I, you know, I started becoming more self-aware and more conscious about music in general. And I was like, okay, this is interesting. I have to say, I was one of those people that was enjoying it at the beginning. But now that I'm older, I'm like, oh gosh, what's wrong with these people? If there's something they say in the hip-hop world, you know, they say that beef is part of the culture. You can't have hip-hop culture without having some beef in it. And like you rightly said, you've mentioned Idris, you've mentioned 50 Cent, you've mentioned uh, Tony Tetula. And let me just quickly give a backstory so that like you already said the timeline so that people can understand the timeline so the beef between Tony Tetula and Idris started way way back I mean in the 90s and many people might not know this though but Tony Tetula 
started the beef. He was the one that made it a whole thing. Tony Tertula, Idris Abdelkarim, and Eddie Montana were all yeah, in the same yeah. group called The Remedies. Remedies, but, yeah. Yeah, group started with Eddie and Idris. Then Tony joined. But Tony had only been looked at like the one that didn't add talent in the group. Right. So he was just there yeah. and he wasn't feeling it because they were not giving him chance to, you know, input his own thing into the music. So he split it. He left them. And when he left, his first major song that he did, which was also like a song that kind of introduced a lot of artists in the Nigerian art, in the Nigerian music industry space. We are talking about that one that um two-face took um that two-face yes, was saying yes. oh, oh yeah <laughs> yeah now that song was the beef the omodimeter that we're sharing was him idris and tony tertula and um yeah. eddie montana right and you know the song had people like two-face blackface which took the first verse of that song and went strictly at idris there's also rough rugged and roll and they also went out on it and all of that and after that Idris decided oh you people are coming from here, Abi. Let me come for you people. And he went to go and do Wakawiki MC. He took mm-hmm. a shot also at all of them. Then he just also came back with, you don't eat my car, we go requete, you know? I definitely yeah. recall. <laughs> <laughs> and, the whole, and the whole beef like that. Now, the one you mentioned, the 50 cents and the Idris beef. Would you really call that a beef between 50 cents and Idris or a beef between Idris and the Nigerian music industry now, quotes mm. and unquote. Because if you look at that beef, that's what I'm saying. I'm not sure if we can classify it as a beef, though. What we can yeah. call it is a fight. Yeah. Because I'm not sure Idris came out to do any this song for 50 Cent. Neither the 50 Cent even remember who Idris is after that whole incident happened on the plane, mm. right? So from what happened on the plane was the fact that Idris was seated in a seat on the plane, there was a show that the profit sent to come and perform in Nigeria. And people was like, oh, you can't sit there because that seat is meant for 50 cents. And it just was like, I don't understand. Uh, for my own country, personal country, they claim saying the boss and all of that. And there was this fight on yeah. the plane and it became a huge thing. But that is also one thing, like Riley said, that we cannot say we will not mention because if you look at it, I mean, if you didn't hear about that fight, then probably maybe you were not alive then. <laughs> but let me ask you this. When that thing was going on, what was on your mind? This is one story I definitely remember. Like, I remember the story A to Z because for some reason, I don't know if it's because 50 Cent was involved that I was particularly so interested in the story because I followed every information that I found. To be honest, yeah, I understand Idris was trying to stand up for himself and maybe the place of the Nigerian artist. Because even recently, the issue came up when Young Buck, who was a former G-Unit member, also member, mentioned yeah. He also addressed it and clarified that, you know, he had agreed with the organizers of the show that, look, whatever treatment you are giving 50 Cent, I want to get the same. So obviously he hated the fact that, you know, 50 was getting special treatment and things like that. And he felt, you know what, you're in my country and you're coming to perform in my country and you're getting this presidential treatment. Why are the artists in my country not being treated on a similar level or something like that? And he felt the need to maybe do something, which I felt maybe he took it too far. I wouldn't necessarily call it beef, like you said. You know, I don't think it's beef. Maybe it's just ego on Idris's end as well. He was trying to, I guess, take his stand. But I don't necessarily agree with the way he took it. Because if you recall, the 
beef started, whatever we will call it, started gradually. Because I remember the show started off in Abuja. They were supposed to talk Abuja, Lagos, Portacourt, I think. And he made some snide comments after 50 Cent performed. Something around the lines of 50 is the, big, is, is the biggest in America or is big in America. Me, I'm big in Nigeria. Something like that. You know, just making snide comments along the line until it escalated into the whole airport scenario, the aircraft scenario. So obviously there's something underlying there, which is the fact that he hated the fact that 50 was giving special treatment and he was just trying to, you know, stand up for the Nigerian space, I guess, the confidence, the ego of a Nigerian artist. You know what? Good on him. <laughs> Good on him. He took a stand, but I just felt probably didn't go about it the right way. And the beef ended on, on arrival, if you ask me, because, you know, 52 never really addressed it and the whole thing just went yeah, like that way. Exactly. Like I said, the beef ended on arrival. So we can't really classify it as a major mm. beef. But then again, it's one of those things. If you look at the Nigerian music industry and the history, those are one of those iconic or major moments that you cannot say oh. you won't talk about. Because you whether we like it or not, that moment, that moment, you know, changed a lot of things. I mean, number one, it affected Idris' career without any doubt. It affected his career. And also, number yeah. two, Nigerian artists started becoming more vocal about how they are being treated by these complaints and all of that. Yeah, I mean, today we have a place whereby a Nigerian artist who wants to perform a show and you probably send a plane to go and pick up the Nigerian artist, which is yep. something you know used to, which is something you know used to have before. Again, if you are inviting American artists to come and perform in Nigeria before, American artists will be somewhere and Nigerian artists will be probably somewhere and they will mm-hmm. not sit together and all of that. But now everybody is in the same place getting, if not the same, almost the same uh, treatment. You know, maybe Idris said, ah, I want you to say I'm in my fatherland, I have to stand up and fight. Maybe he did it the right way or the wrong way, but still mm-hmm. you cannot neglect the effect of what it did in today's history. You are absolutely right. Absolutely, absolutely. Now they even want to come. They want to come because we've built our name to that point where they want to come to Nigeria as well to expand their horizon. So <laughs> please, I guess we'll not be overstretching it if we said Idris walked so the rest of you can run, you know? He did definitely, definitely. Definitely, yeah. definitely. There's one thing I constantly used to say, and that's what I'm going to end this whole Idris and Fifteen thing is, there's no way you want to talk about the growth of the Nigerian music industry today that the name Idris Adokari will not pop up more than twice in your conversation. If it doesn't pop up, then you don't know the history of Nigerian music. That's just as, as simple as it's going to be. Yep. Now, being a female, I mean, I've tried to rack my head and I can't really remember. So let me ask you, maybe you can remember. Is there any female beef? that you can actually remember. And aside from the old internet, Tiwa Savage and Yemi Alade, we are still going to get into that. But like, is there like a major beef, maybe like a Sasha, Dissing, um, Red MC, or like a Mocheda, you know, um, Dissing Bookie or something like that? I, me, I can't remember. So help me out, please. Do you know a part of me feels like there is? But to be honest with you, I cannot recall there being anything. I... I you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember every, everything or everyone that have been involved in this whole thing. Bookie, all of them, even those that are no longer rapping, Sasha P, all of them. Mm-hmm. I don't recall there being anything. If there was anything, it must have been Loki, but maybe my more memory fails me, to be honest. I, I don't, definitely, I don't. Was there ever a fight? The only one I'm that's, thinking of, That's the thing. I also can't recall. Hmm. That's, that's the thing. Maybe like you rightly said, maybe if there was any, it wasn't major. Maybe dead on arrival or just on a low-key. Or maybe, or just maybe, because the popularity and the 
eyes and the interest on female artists back then was not much. So probably it was ignored and people didn't take note of it. Yeah, um, I think that's part of it. And also we didn't have social media that much back then. So, you know, true, true, true. True. But, yeah. even, but even without social even without social media, we knew the beat mm-hmm. between Rocket Man and Idris, even without social media. Between Rocket Man and Mood Nine, even without social media. Because those was it was contained in their song. Yeah, that's right. Popular female okay. beef. Yeah, I don't recall. About from our new age, you know, to a savage and Sheishi or to a savage and um Day beef, which I really don't also consider that much as a beef, to be honest. But really back in the day you know, and you know the female acts or rappers at least, I know even got together then a lot. You know, they, they were, there was quite a few um, projects that they did together that at least rappers came together, females came together. So, you know, I, I really didn't know any major beef though. Beef way back from the likes of Red MC to Sasha P to Buki mm-hmm. to even um, what's her name, Blaze and all of those, uh, you know, female MCs. Yeah. Even now, even talk about, you know, uh, Mocheda and you know all of them like that. Uh, Chidima, you can't really recollect. But until we fly back up, until we have Tiwa Savage, we have Sheishi, we have Victoria Kimani, we have Yemi Alade, and the center figure among all of these names has to be Tiwa Savage. So Tiwa Savage goes by the nickname, quote unquote, African Bad Girl. Yemi Alade goes Mama Africa. Mama Africa. And like I said, we cannot really call the two beefing because if you look at it, they've not literally taken a shot at each other at any particular point in time, right? And it's more like the fans always trying to like pitch the both of them together, which I honestly do not understand why or where that is coming from. Maybe on a low-key, there must have been one or two things that were said that we never really heard of. But in the whole grand scale of things, there hasn't been anything. But I think the major one, at least the one that happened recently, has to be between Shei Shei and um, Tiwa Savage, where there was a video of them clashing at the salon. The salon yeah. I saw that, I'm like, wow, wow. These two are trying to get physical, and they could have gotten physical. Can you actually like recall what really happened between Shei Shei and Tiwa Savage and how it got to that point? I may not know the origin, but I definitely okay. remember being, you know, snide comments being made, especially at some point where Victoria Kimani too was involved, where Victoria Kimani was accusing maybe two of them and Ashawo Abi Watts. I, I, I don't remember it verbatim, but I know that there has been that tension between Sheishi and Tiwa. And then Victoria Kimani to go on board being on maybe Sheishi's side or something against Tiwa before it now escalated to the part where they almost got physical at the salon. If I have the story right, which I don't think I do, I don't know. Maybe it's just, I don't want to say jealousy, but I just feel like there was never something concrete that you could hold on to to say this was what cost it. I mean, to be honest, I feel like there might be, you know, a little bit of jealousy. And now what I'm about to say, Please, everybody listening to this, what I'm about to say, there is no fact, no single fact in what I'm about to say. It's all based on rumors, rumors. Don't say Afisonova said, eh, it's not a fact though. So there was a rumor that said the origin of the beef between Sheishi and Tiwa Savage, the origin, based on rumor, it is whiskey. That is the origin. That is the rumor that I had. Because at a point, whiskey and Sheishi were cool. I mean, they even had a song together. Then Tiwa Savage yeah. came into the picture and the whole story changed, right? 
Yeah, and then yeah. the thing got much more escalated when uh what is call it kiss daniel dropped this um his song f you and yeah she she went ahead yeah. to jump on that song and how to call out you know tiwa savage something about you, know, you want to snatch my man but i'm not savage i pay my bills and all of mm-hmm. that and victoria kimani too also came in and she came in hard she was like oh uh, you're approaching for the five and you're calling yourself african bad girl you're a grandma we all know you sleep around and, you know, stuff like that. And it was becoming all messy. But in the midst of all of this, Tiwa Savage hardly said anything. And probably that was why the beef did not really go beyond. I mean, there was no reply musically from Tiwa Savage. She just maybe yeah, put out one or two, uh, what is to call it, one or two um, tweets or cryptic um, crypt message, you know, on her uh, handles. And she didn't really go that far. But then to the salon issue, the gist about the salon issue was like, oh, Tiwa was in the same salon with um, Shei. I think Shei came in last, or I can't remember who came in last. But it was Shei she that walked up to Tiwa Savage and tried to like, hey, what's up, and all of that. And Tiwa looked at her like, no, 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 no. Don't give me this vibe like we are cool. I mean, all over the internet, you go around talking trash about me. And now you see me in public. You want to act as if, no, we are cool. You want to talk the trash, talk the trash right now. Let us trash out everything, right? And that was where the whole issue just, you know, got escalated. But if you are going to be honest, the female beef in the music industry has been, let's say, second to none compared to the male beef in the music industry. So let's just go back to that and let me just you know ask you this so aside from the ones we've spoken about the 50 cent and all that which other beef stood out for you or you say ah this beef i can never forget like like it has to be my favorite my all-time faves i mean you know rugged man with nine i can't forget i can't forget vector mi i can't forget mi kelly handsome please because i definitely recall mi song I recall the beef song, the whole Kelly you clap for yourself. Uh, well done. Well done. I remember this very line. The only Kelly that I know, Kelly Han, um, Kelly Rowland. And I was like, oh shit, okay. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I definitely recall M.I. Kelly Hunter because those were one of the moments that shaped, you know, my childhood and growing up like, okay, beef is happening in the Nigerian industry. And of course, Rugged Man, because at some point it was almost like Rugged Man's name was everywhere, you know. He did with Nice, he did with, I think he did with Mode, Mode 9. And I was like, ah. and at some point, Hamsam stood out because it looks like he was just giving it to everybody, you know, M.I. He had a Wendy Cool and more hits too at some point, I believe. I, I definitely recall um, Mode 9, um, uh, Rugged Man, M.I., Kelly Handsome, who else? It just had to carry my attention. So like, okay, of course, there's, there's, there's to that. Well, I just can't forget my, my rappers, you know, those four guys, Rugged Man, Mode 9, uh, and my Vector, because at some point I was enjoying it, and at some point it became like, okay, get over it. What done? Especially with the most recent Emma and Vectors on that happened like what, two years ago, and I was like, okay, can our face just get themselves together and use this energy to give us a good track together, or a joint EP safe? Sometimes it's heartbreaking as a fan of these two guys to just see them go at each other and be like, oh gosh, I know what your energy combined can produce. Work together, guys. Drop this whole beef. You're older than that now. Like the new wave guys been doing it. You people don't grow. Again, like I said, beef is one thing you cannot take out, out of the industry. And for us, music fans, I think it's something that we kind of like, though. So Vector yeah, is taking shots at MI. MI is taking shots at Vector. I'm like, oh yeah, come on, come on. You know, we begin to get yeah, those lines. I, I mean, it's, I just feel like this track have another 
form of sweetness to them. Do you understand? Like these tracks, they sweet to hear again. Like we enjoy. That's why sometimes these days it feels like it's even the fans that are projecting the beef that is not there. Exactly. Don't really have like beef. It's just the fans that are calling for it and they're clamoring for it, and they're low key causing tension that is not supposed to be there amongst these artists. And it's because we enjoy it. You know, it's human loving drama. We just love drama and these tracks, if you ask me, they be sweet. Sometimes pass some original songs safe. True, true. I may have going to talk about one beef that I feel like you should be aware of that I didn't mention in the, the first part of this conversation. And it was the beef between Terry G, AY.com, Marlon Spicy, and uh, what's his name right now? Side One. The oh, one between shit. Terry... <laughs> The one between Teddy G and Malon Spicy, if you can remember, 1005 Naira, bling bling with some boys, them they we are. I vaguely remember that one, but I definitely remember Ewadokom and Teddy okay. G. Okay, okay. And I remember side one at some point. Ah, gosh, my memory don't fail me. <laughs> I definitely remember. But Teddy G and Ewadokom definitely stands out because, you know, it was after passing your level. Definitely. I the song and the whole thing went the way it went. And now they said they made up. It was just one of those beefs that I felt did not last long. Because if you ask me, they both went silent. Even when you ask them about it, they will, they will be like, oh, no, nothing or something. So it just didn't really stick out that much, if you ask me. But I think it was sweet. It was sweet to watch because, you know, when you've done a song together and you're coming out the family, people are like, what is going on? But I, I, at some point, it, it just didn't go on for that long. I don't think it, it didn't go out for that long for, for me to find it notable, honestly. The issue between AY.com, Terry G, and Side One was, you know, basically about songs and all of that. It was Terry G that actually produced Pass Me Alone. It was also Jerry G that produced, um, what's the name of that Side One song now? Uh, one by one, oh, oh, two by two. Maybe now, you know, and I think there were the points where Terry G was going on shows and it would be on show and it would be performing those songs. Performing it, yep. Yeah, and then the issue came up like, guy, now me guess on now why you go the <laughs> why you go the producer, and they they had they had this big moment where they would come at each other and stuff like that, and I think at at a point the one between Terry G and Side One almost got physical. I can't really remember, but it was one of them that almost got very very physical, but. The one between Teddy G and Malon yeah. Spicy, that one happened based on the fact that, I mean, it was the time of Teddy G when Teddy G was doing his free madness all about. Mm. And there was this line, it was like, me, I know be Malon Spicy. I know they stop on the fourth bar, over. And <laughs> <laughs> when, when, when Malon Spicy had it, it was like, really? And Malon Spicy used the same beat, the same free madness instrumental and went to say, 1,005 Naira, Bling bling with some boys, then they were 1005. I, I remember that, yeah. Song. That, 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 that song was the reply to what David G said <laughs> in his song, <laughs> you know. And I'm not even, I'm not even gonna lie to you, like you rightly said about sometimes the beef songs being more interesting and more sweet. That song, 1005, now till date remains one of the biggest songs of Malone Spicy, yeah, yeah, because that was because like when, Malone Spicy, yeah. the song went. Everywhere, everywhere, like Mr. Bling Bling, Mr. Blissing, Mr. I mean, it was crazy. No, just just to say the least, it was crazy. But again, that also didn't last long because 
Malon Spicy, after that, he couldn't do anything else. And Teddy G came out mm. to say, oh, it was not his intention to actually beef Malon Spicy. That to him, he didn't even say that the beef. He just used it as a line in his song. It wasn't more than that. It was kind of took back when Malon Spicy came out with the old beef track and all yeah. of that. But yeah. that is all. That's it. That's it. maybe interview or something as well. That's saying where he was saying he wasn't really he didn't intend to beef him or something like that. So, yeah, I think it was one of those situations where just uh, that terrible situation or uh, with whoever was not really like a proper proper because everybody just went silent after the first round, and that was it. Yeah. All right. Now to the next question, I want to ask, and this is where we are going to easy to wrap up the whole conversation, right? Mention your top three beef songs and why. <laughs> <laughs> you put me on the spot. Goodness gracious. I think Beef is definitely number one. MI's Beef is number one on that list. For some reason, I can't get that song out of my head. What's that Rogue Man song? Remind me of the title. Uh-huh. Why are you going to rap like Mumu? Uh-huh. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you very much. And of course, Mode Nines. Oh, I'm bad with titles because it's been a long time. Mode Nines on to Rogedi. Yeah, I also, oh, I also can't remember the name of the song right about now. I definitely know the song that you're talking about. I, Even like I thought, you guys don't beef like like the way those old guys did. Juge, we don't we really yeah. play these tracks these days, you know, apart from when Vector came out recently with them. MIC, you know, I mean, whatever now. Thank, but, God, thank God for Vector and MI. They were the one that's kind of revived the old beefing culture again. Because these days, what we have, what we have is this, um, what was Reminis? Reminis started to call the Inganic Gangsters and Keyboard Warriors. Exactly. So, really, it's hard for me to remember any new age age guys dropping these tracks apart from, you know, Vector. But those days, those guys don't didn't used to joke with those their replies, man. And now you just be cracking up like, gosh, these people really went back to record this track. And it's so fun. Like, I don't know. But now, as a mature woman, I'm just like, these people should sleep. It's okay. But then, Haba, we enjoyed this thing. We enjoyed those diss tracks big time. Okay, so lastly, let me just put you on the spot. Since we've spoken about the new generation and all of that, Bonaboy, Whiskey, Davido, do you ever see oh. them do a song together? So I, I think yes, it will happen because for some reason, I feel like all of these guys, they like money more than anything. So if they see that prospect for like money coming out of this thing, they will do it together. And I also think that there's no like any solid underlying drama or anything really responsible for these guys to be beefing. It's just fans most of the time. Fans are the ones instigating them against each other. They may just forget about it and move on from it at some point and feel like, you know what, we're stronger together than we are between each other. So yes, honestly, I actually see it happening. I feel like it will happen because these days it takes nothing to reconcile all these artists before you know they'll be just, ah, we've made up. So I definitely see a collab coming and I feel like that joint or track or whatever they will do will be massive. Okay. Yeah, like Riley said, it's going to be massive. And it's on that note that we are going to end the second part of this conversation. Let me just again put this out there. You guys wanted a series and that's what I intend to do. So after this one, there's also going to be another conversation still talking about beef. But this time around, should I let the cat out of the bag or let me just allow you people to guess? No, let me just allow you people to keep guessing. Don't let me let the cat out of the bag. But yeah. Ladies and gentlemen and boys and girls of the Chacha Nation, we are come to an end of another episode of the Chacha Let's Talk Music series 
all the Chacha Music Review podcasts. And you can call this the part two of the beef in the Nigerian music industry. And oh, yes, in case you are hearing a voice on the net, that is the voice of the newest member of the Chacha Nation. So let me just <laughs> <laughs> let me just quickly say that. Sadia, thank you very much for being here. And also, thank you to our newest member too for being on the podcast. He's a superstar. First baby uh, to be on the podcast. <laughs> he is responding and thank you for having us. I think we, we didn't mention a few. At the top of my head, Soskid. Yeah, I definitely remember Soskid season going about it with one or two people. Maybe Iceberg Spring. God, God one and I bustling. Yeah. Yeah, so season two was, you know, some dramatic nigga at some point. But this conversation is continuous. So, you know okay. what? Let me let you enjoy those conversations with other people. It's been nice discussing this. You know, it, it brings back a lot of memories. I feel like going back to my record or my classic music and just exploring those beef songs again. I actually should have listened to those beef songs again. Would have put me in a solid, solid mood again. Yeah, no problem. You can always go back and do that. Once again, thank you very much for being on the podcast. I really do appreciate And to everybody listening to me out there, I mean, you know what to do. Like we said, this is a continuous conversation. You can also drop your comments on which musical beef in Nigeria or even across Africa that stood out for you, the one that you cannot forget, the one that you were surprised happened and all of that. And let us continue the conversation. Where you can reach me on all my social media platform at Chacha Music Pod. The Chacha is spelled C-H-A-C-H-A. Chacha Music Pod across all social media platforms. With that being said, it's like come away with another episode. My name will always remain a fist turnover, a.k.a. your musical plug, creator of the energy force. Remember, keep the energy, keep it 100, and keep it positive. Peace out. Thank you. One love. One love.